Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Crits and Grits, The Long Winter. I am your host, Alex. I am the Dungeon Master, and with me, as always, are my fantastic players. Uh, we have a bunch of great people that I always screw up in naming, so I'm going to let them do that for themselves. I've only known you for 10 years. That's fine. Only 10 years. That's fine. <laughs> we forgot our names, guys. Uh, wow. Wait, we wait, only this is our time. chance to get new names. That's true. He's got a point, y'all. Um, so, uh, Gary, or the artist formerly known as Gary, what's your new name going to be? Uh, my name is Chadwick Martindale. No, it's got Chad, and I, I disapprove. I don't uh, think that you <laughs> approve names. <laughs> First person to, to go up as far as going with a new name immediately gets shut down. Like that. <laughs> the power I wield. Wow, our our DM is trying to limit our creative freedom here. Wow. <laughs> I'm railroading y'all in real life too. Okay, my my name is Carl with two R's. There we go. Perfect. Beautiful. I love it. So after Carl with two R's, formerly known as Gary, we also have formerly known as Abby. I get called Hello. Debbie a lot at work. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So you're, you're, you're instead of like coming up with another name, you're just going to go ahead and save the people that call you Debbie. <laughs> no, I'll just stick with Abby. Lean actually, lean into it. Get Shrek. I got, I got too much on that name already. I'll just stick with it. Branding, you know. And of course, formerly known as Andrew, whichever of y'all wants to go first, because you're both technically Andrews. It's a mystery. Uh, this is. Uh, I am uh, henceforth to be known as Dr. Deinonychus Antiropus. And I guess I will go next, since I'm also formally known as that. I I would like my name to be of to be Fap Jurgens. <laughs> and I, I suffer I suffer from a disease known as Fapinfoma. <laughs> The Jurgens was not lost on me. <laughs> is that is that where you pass out if you don't fap enough, or you pass out if you fap too much? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. He uh, walks a delicate balance. It's a disease, damn it. Uh, just so everyone is aware, uh, Sam the Eagle from the Muppets is now appearing over my shoulder. Uh, he's saying that we're getting notes from the studio that we can't go that hard into the innuendo. I'm just hard. saying. We got producers? Uh, we do. It's yeah. uh, our imaginations. I, I'm glad that they I'm glad that they can treat my disease as a choice. And finally, uh formerly known as Jeff. Uh currently known as Jeff. Oh shit. But with the, the J. End, the, no. Yes. <laughs> Currently yeah. known as a Jeff, except spelled right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Well, just so everyone is aware, uh, that's listening to our podcast that hasn't uh, stopped now. We're going to instead be using their real names, not their former real names or their fake real names, and also their character names. So you, the listener at home, don't get as confused as I usually am in my head. Because that's where I I'm confused <laughs> as to what we will be called. I'm just uh, to be clear, the only names I picked up were Fap Jerkins and Dinosaur Motherfucker. 
is what I'm going to call it. <laughs> probably, yeah, okay. Probably. Which is not too different from how I talk to Drew. No, it's really not. <clears throat> it's pretty. All right. That just so let's get into Drew, this. That just means Drew and I won this whole exchange. We did, yay. Yeah, we, we're the greatest. Cool new identities. Unfortunately, yes, you did win the... Oh, gosh. You did win it. <laughs> uh, but back to the episode. We're going to do a little quick recap here. Last episode was a bit of a flagoogle, but that's okay, because we got some stuff that happened. Uh, we had, for instance, um, Boss. He had some closure that was uh, ex- not good. Uh, his dad died. Happens. Not- Horribly enough, but not horribly enough. That's true. Uh, but people got hugged. Uh, and then Mama mm-hmm. Sugar, she uh, went through about 30 different accents because I couldn't keep it straight in my head. But I think I got it tonight. We'll see how it goes. Um, and uh, she started going on this whole supervillain rant and everything. And like 845 boss was about to attack, which was badass. And then she said, nope, fuck you and dropped the floor on him. And everyone else. So that happened. I like that she was kind enough to let us sit around for like five minutes and heal. That's true. Yeah, or... she did let you guys heal and level up uh, because she likes a challenge. Um, and that's important. And... Yeah, uh, villain role number one. that You, you got to fight your enemy at full power. Yeah, she gave you all sensu bean um, in the form of a nap pod. And just Wait. make sure that my sheet is right. We're level seven now, right? Yes, you are all level seven. Uh, so back in the scene, then uh, Mama Sugar has just dropped the floor on all of you. Uh, you are no longer in basement two and inside of uh, the control vault room where Mama Sugar is. You see a small television uh, kind of swing down in front of all of you. And she says, well, I just want you all to know that this is this is a very exciting uh, and and fun little experiment that we get to do here today. So you probably saw, um, especially our little uh, our bird dog friend down there. uh, You saw all of these uh, these mind flayers um, that were up here. Uh, Emphasis on were. So long story short, we here at. The patch, uh, we used to be some really good, well-intentioned scientific facility. Uh, and then we got in touch with some extra planar, extra dimensional beings. Um, and we made a deal with them. Like you do. And, uh, well, we had to kill them because uh, we realized just how powerful they were. Um, and we're going to use their blood to infect the world. Isn't that just grand? Isn't that great? What do, you, what do y'all think? Is that fun? What if you didn't do that? Oh, that sounds like a a, a thing that we wouldn't do. Mm. Oh, good. Then it's agreed that you won't do it. Okay. No, no. <laughs> I'm going. We're going to do it. You guys fucked up my entire operation, but now I'm gonna fuck your shop up. Um, but before we do that, word. Oh, of course. I can't believe you would do this. <laughs> can 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 uh can Tamias just get a quick uh well how you doing in? Sure. Uh yeah, in the like the like gestury jokey voice, uh Tamias just says <laughs> We're gonna kill this person, right? 
Oh, you'll get your chance to do that, little puppy doggy bird. You're a bird right now, right? Bird person? I'm 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 gonna be straight with you. I have no idea. Operating. <laughs> I was I was gonna say uh, I don't remember uh, either. I have. I don't. No <laughs> I know you've been a dog person from time that, to time. I know that. I know that at the end, of, that like near the end of the last session, you put us into the like hyperbolic time chambers. And, and, yeah. Yep. I did and, that. Like prepped us for this battle. So I was just operating on the concept of that resets like my yeah um my wild if, shapes and all that. Yeah, I, I didn't put it in my notes, but if I do remember correctly with what I've got here too, the you are still in your normal form and but you were talking about how you want to be a bear next. Oh, that's right. You did go bear. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, you turned into a bear. Yep. And yeah, I don't have in my notes if he actually went or not, so Piece yeah, he did switched. turn into a bear. Okay, so he's a bear then. Oh, cool. Turn into a bear. I am. <laughs> I'm a bear right now. Yeah, but we'll say for for uh for story's right, sake well, that you've de shifted, and I'm not going to count it against you. Okay. All right. Uh, you see Mama on the TV rolling up a sleeve, uh, and you see her tap on the needle of a syringe uh, as she readies it, looks it over, and says, "Now, what you are about to see." I wouldn't suggest doing it. This is not safe for television, um, but it's going to be real cool for me. And she takes the needle, jabs it right into her arm. You see the plunger uh, go down and a greenish purplish liquid flows into her. Ooh, oh, that tingles. Whoa. Hmm. Ah, uh, uh, boss, is she a doctor? Should she be doing that sort of thing? The oh, I don't have a medical license. Sorry. Oh, well, you should really leave syringes and things like that to medical professionals. Um, they can be a real <laughs> hazard. Yep. They can, yeah, can't they? Just like... Container up there. Oh, yeah, they've um, got the weird symbols for the biohazard. Hold on, let me let me see. Oh, yep, we do. Um, you know, gotta be lab right, safe and everything here. Uh, she secure. scoops up the cap of the needle and as well uh, puts it in there, tosses it into the... Um, into the sharps container. Uh, it's always <laughs> important, folks, to take care of your sharps. Um, uh, one other question, lady. Your sharps. Um, hmm. Are you a cog? A cog? Um, I hold on. Uh, she puts her. You see on the screen. She puts her fingers to her temples. A cog, as in kind of like a piece of clockwork. Uh, something that the one that has uh, the the really cool fighting skills. Um, and looks like rabbity armor, but it's kind of ghosty. He was saying something like that to you to make it seem like the people you were fighting weren't actually people to try and lessen everything so that your doctor wife doesn't have to worry. The same thing with your three kids. Uh, no, I'm not a cog. Uh, if that's what you're thinking. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you're probably wondering what that was all about. Uh, let me just say. Uh, that was, you know, that thing that I just inject, <coughs> sorry, uh, that thing I just injected, that was a special concoction made from some mind flayers, some of these, uh, extra dimensional thingamajoggers that will turn me into one, kind of, to be a how better me. Hey, Alex, how far away, hmm. how far away is she? Uh, she is about, 
let's see. Uh, let me see. let me try and remember the dimensions that I gave you guys uh, from the last episode. So the the vault that had all of the other uh, Tolstom experiments in it uh, was roughly about twenty foot high vault ceilings, uh, and she was in her own special room that uh, was probably about an extra ten feet up. Uh, and she dropped you guys down into a basement level, which, by the way, when you fell, it was a nice soft landing because I forgot to have you guys roll for damage. That would have been, you know, that would have been nice for me. But no, I'm not going to do that. Um, there were pillows there for you guys. Uh, so I'd say it's probably about 50 feet up. Is she talking to us through, you said, like through a speaker or something like that? Yes, it's a monitor. Okay. So I have a spear on me. <laughs> I was about to say, I and can I cast am fireball. So tired of this woman talking out of her ass right now. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. the monitor, mm-hmm. uh, I intend to throw this spear at it. Yes, do it. Do it. Okay, uh, thrown. So that comes off of my hilariously low strength, probably. Turn into a bear uh, and throw it. Bears don't have thumbs. That's fine. Yeah, Drew. I thought you were the animal guy. What the fuck? This is a fantasy game. <laughs> yeah. Just and throw it. Uh, that's a that's a fifteen to hit the screen. Uh you definitely hit the screen. Uh the spear goes <laughs> smashes straight into the center of it. Uh and uh it just starts smoking and shorting out. Um and oh, everyone roll wisdom a, safe. That was an 18. That, that's great. Uh, when it, Okay, so when it goes through, not only does it kind of short out, but uh, the spear goes completely cleanly through it, and a moment later, there's a small explosion. It goes poof, and the screen just goes down. It's gone. Uh, but everyone roll a wisdom saving throw for me. I got a 15. First nice. Oh, boy, I got a 12. <laughs> I got a natural 20 over here. Nice. I got a five. So that's a 26. Excellent. Um, So that's that's an 11 with my plus eight. Oh, no. Fuck. Plus eight. (laughs) Jeez. I rolled a three. What do you want from me? (laughs) A higher number. Uh, So Kirsch, Tamias, and Kyan. All. Wait, no, not Kirsch. Sorry. Uh, Who had under 15 as well? It was me. Neil? Neil, I thought so, yeah. All three of you, remember what it was like in the other room up top when uh, everyone was suddenly frozen solid? That happens again. Okay, cool. Uh, so the three of you are currently locked into uh, a, a frozen uh, statue-type position. Uh, as you hear, as all five of you do hear... Um, mama's words as she starts to float down with Barnes next to her. Oh, that wasn't very kind of you throwing your spear at, uh, at my monitor right there. Those things are expensive in this new crazy world. <laughs> Sorry, the new Tanner They take a little gin used to. Alex, how limited is my movement right now? Um, let me double check, see exactly what this is uh this is mind blast let's see uh they're stunned for a minute 
Yes, yes, load for me. Thank you. Uh, can't move, can only speak falteringly. Ah, damn. Will you allow me to oh, flavor uh, strugglingly raise a middle finger? Of course. Excellent. Thank you. I, I would uh, request it, in fact. Because that, that's what Tomias does. He just. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were going to. Just like, no, just as she, <laughs> as she floats down, his like left arm is shaking as his middle finger creeps up. Oh, honey. That's been there. Um, so just, you know, I'm just, I'm just gonna say this. Uh, this is not a fight you guys can win. I am clearly the more powerful evolved being here. Uh, and you all, you all are really sweet. Um, but I'm going to wreck your shop. Uh, but to help me, uh, you you know what? I, I have two things that are going to give me a hand here. Um, of course you, you've all met Mr. Barnes here, the noble, uh, and Barnes very sheepishly, uh, waves his hand like, hi, everyone. You remember me from that cage, right? Uh, oh, how's yeah. it going? Well, not great, Barnes. Oh, not great. No, I get that. I get that. Uh, I falteringly let out the sound of white noise. <laughs> <laughs> That's disturbing. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Oh, well, um, so Mr. Barnes here, he's a special type of person. Uh, he's called a blood hunter uh, and they are the special kind of people that can uh, through mutagens uh, enhance their body to be these perfect fighting machines and <laughs> wouldn't you know it I can now use him as a weapon but um, you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal my hand as well here uh, and um, show you something real cool like and she snaps her fingers the lights go all around in this uh, this basement, which you can now see is an icy cave. Uh, you can see all around uh, it is roughly 50 feet wide by about 100 plus feet uh, down. And at the very center of all of this, you see a very strange sight that I would like both Kirsch and Neil to roll a history check for. Oh, uh, Kirsch, you can roll that with advantage. Good. Because <laughs> that's an intelligence-based roll. I have a negative. <laughs> with advantage. I got, I got a five. And a one. Oh, I rolled a six oh, no. and a one. <laughs> oh, no. Hell yeah, fine. brother! Like, Kirsch, it, it, she's a mind flayer now. Kirsch will just starve her out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boise. Um, so unfortunately, Kirsch, you you don't notice anything. Uh, nothing really jogs your memory on this. However, the good news for Neil is that he immediately recognizes who or what this thing is in the middle of the cave. It is Oral, the uh, the Frost Maiden. Uh, how far away is she? Is in the smack center of the room, which uh, is m- about a hundred feet down. Uh, so she's about fifty feet away. So she's about fifty she- feet away from us. Yes. And, and what 
is the frost mate? You know what? That's a fantastic question. I'm going to put that into the chat and I will explain what she looks like because this is an audio medium. So the Frost Maiden, uh, as you see her in this form, is a massive owlbear-like creature. She has a uh, an owlbear form, but instead of paws, uh, she has massive uh, eagle talons, or sorry, uh, owl talons for hands and cloven feet uh, for her back legs. Uh, with sort of uh, a goat-like position with those back legs. On top of her head, she has these large downward curling horns uh, and a very owl-like face. She has a blue robe-like cloth draped over her. You see on her head, not only does she have her massive horns, uh, she looks like a combination between a polar bear and a snowy owl with massive horns and cloven hooves. So it's a fun image. It is. It is beautiful. Um, Man bear pig. Yes, but, you know, owl bear. Owl goat. Proprietary. Owl bear goat. <laughs> Alex, Alex, how many bears feet have you seen? Because <laughs> uh... <laughs> you just went, you were just like an owl and a bear. And then you were like, it's cloven hoof. Yeah, because that's where it has. It has clothes. Bears are ungulates, Jeff. Come on. <laughs> basic biology. That's the that's the thing. It's not like the animal fully guy. an owl there bear. Is. It's not fully that's an me. owl bear. It is an owl bear demony looking thing. It's a combination of things. It's fun. a man bear pig. No, it, it, what you're describing is a man bear pig. <laughs> it has what no manness to it. A woman it, bear pig. It's Sorry, feathery. Fun. Is it currently in a bipedal position? It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is currently bipedal. Man bear pig. Done. <laughs> it is currently in a bipedal position, uh, covered in chains and a muzzle, and something large and heavy on its head uh, that looks to be possibly screwed into it uh, into her head. Just Oops, never mind. Uh, noise that only Arl can hear. Uh, escapes Neil's mask, and it's will help you. Uh, Arl looks up. She doesn't speak. Instead, as she's about to say something, uh, and with her eyes, you can see a tearful look that looks like it wants to say thank you. She lets out a piercing scream as a wave of cold uh, goes over the, the entire cave. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's a no go. Um, I know that you're trying to communicate with her, um, but she is a bit of a prisoner. Uh, She's here's okay. I will say this. This is the good news for you. She won't be physically fighting you. uh, But every time I hit her with this little zappy zap stick here uh, and Mama Sugar pulls out a little control stick that she presses on uh she's she's gonna do some uh kind of thing uh in the layer here an action that will happen in this layer so with that in mind roll them initiative bones i don't like it let's fucking go 
please be better than my fucking wisdom roll. Fuck! Here's how this fight is going to go. Um, Mama is going to be controlling uh, both herself, or sorry, herself, of course, uh, as well as uh, as Barnes the Noble, uh, who, as soon as she zaps on the thing... <laughs> you just got that? Just I'm got so happy. that. Really? Wait, I'm what so was happy. that? I, I wasn't hearing whatever that was at all. The guy's name Barnes. is Barnes, then, and he's a noble. Was Deebs? I'm disappointed. <laughs> was that not a clear joke? Like, was that? No, it wasn't negative. I, I just didn't say anything because I was like, oh, Barnes, <laughs> he's a noble, isn't he? I, I was already there when he first got introduced. <laughs> I just get, like thought about it. Anyway, uh, sorry. <laughs> so how this fight is going to work is that Mama is going to be controlling both uh, Barnes the Noble and Oral. Oral will not be actually fighting, uh, but on her turn, she will be taking layer actions. Um, and those layer actions are um, fun. It's a very interesting way to get around. Uh... Mm-hmm. Player actions. As a DM, I will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> and do it to my own players. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, which, let me make sure that I am reading all of that correctly. But yes. Actually, hold on. So I wasn't looking at the right thing. That's my bad. Uh, she does have layer actions. Um, and they're ever so layerful. Um, but on her turn... She will do a layer action uh, with a zappy zap of the little stick there. And yeah, so let's get that initiative rolling. Everybody, yeah. Got me a 19. I got, got a 21. Got a 21. 19 for Kai. Your dex is probably higher, so you can go first. Oh, wait, you're melee, though. You might not want to go first. Uh Kai will dance how he feels. That's the I'm going to say, um, <laughs> if you want to charge in there and get fireballed, that's that's you, but... Don't you metagame in my game? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's going first then, Andrew? I don't care. God, <laughs> oh, I, I don't care at all. Okay. I will I will figure that out in just a moment once everything loads. Uh, Tomias, what is... Uh, and Neil, what are your uh, initiatives? I got a eight. big eight. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Both of you got eight. <laughs> so we have two initiative ties. Gary, who's doing it? Who's going first? Uh, what's your dex? I, I don't know if I want to reveal it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, because I have it all set up right here. Hold on, uh, you're playing Punch Boy? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. <laughs> well, the good news is uh, you don't. I'm sorry. But the good gooder news is that uh, wow. eight four five. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, that's what happened when I automatically put it into the, the wow. D&D Beyond. When I put it into the D&D Beyond and the combat tracker, it was like, okay, so it's going to go uh, Boss, then Kai, then Kirsch, and then Monsters, and then Neil, and then Tamias. That's how it rolls. Wow. That's cool. Thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry for, for cutting your dreams short. That's all right. Story of my life. <laughs> Uh, but boss, that is your turn first. 
how how do you want to spend your turn? Oh, by the way, uh, Mama says, you know what? I'm gonna be extra nice to you kids and really enjoy this bloodbath as uh, her skin goes from the pale, sickly, orcish green that she used to have because she was an orc, a half orc. I don't know if I uh, if I told you all that before, if anyone remembers. Um, and you see it shift. You don't see it slough off because that's disgusting. You see it shift from being this palish green to being a rich, uh, deep, but still kind of sickly looking uh, purple. Uh, her head still has the more orcish features, except for uh, the now dozen tentacles that are above her mouth. Uh, as she is now a mind flare scion. Isn't that scary? Uh-huh. Okay, so Alex, I have mm-hmm. a question. So mm-hmm. the alchemist uh, brew, like the potions that I have, I, can I hand those out as like bonus or free actions? Because they take an action to consume, but mm-hmm. I'm not consuming them. I'm, ha- I'm going to hand them out. What, what type of action would that be? I will say uh, we'll do that as a bonus action. All right, I will use uh, my movement as a bonus action and my regular bonus action to pass a potion to um, Kyan and uh, Kirsch. Oh, cool. Kirsch is going to get a flight potion, and so if he drinks it, he has up to 10 feet of flying movement. (laughs) That's cool. Kyan... It's going to get a uh, boldness potion and hold on, I have to look up. Uh, you can roll a d4 and add that number uh, to every attack roll and saving throw for the next minute. Ooh. And the flight lasts for 10 minutes. Um, That's cool. I'll say bottoms up, boys, and then I will touch um, uh, who is uh i'll t- touch neil and neil will uh his size will double in all dimensions so he's now like what 11 or 12 feet tall uh, <laughs> 12 foot that's, tall that's, uh, <laughs> yep that's cool you, you have advantage on strength checks and saving throws and your weapon uh, any any attacks that you do will now deal an extra d4 of damage Oh boy. 12 foot tall um, Neil, now with six inch penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's harsh. Status um, correct. <laughs> I will I will allow this. Um I will allow you to do uh giving Neil enlarge or reduce and uh your movement, but only one of the two potions. Because that is uh, that is a go. lot you're doing on that turn. Go with Kirsch for the potions because I'm assuming. Well, I'm assuming I can't use a potion right now because I got mind flight. Oh, okay. oh shit! Oh no, you're, you're right. You guys, you guys. Uh, she said uh, at the beginning uh, of the fight once initiative was rolled, um, which you saw the gods roll giant dice above you, um, and that's how you know initiative happened. Um, I thought that was just she. In my she head. let you guys go. No, it it that's how it works. Oh. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh that way. Yeah, I would say give it to Cayenne. Okay, well, I I won't argue it then if I can actually if I'm not mind flayed. I I was definitely thinking that I was mind flayed. 
Uh, no, yep, nobody is mind flayed at this point. She let you. She just wanted to be that evil anime villainess uh, who controls everything and then gets ready to like really lay into everyone because she's she's bad guy. Um. Okay. So I can't hand out potions. Uh, you can hand out one potion, one per one potion with a bonus action. I will allow that. You can use. You can like downgrade movement actions to bonus actions as well. If that's if you want to sacrifice that, then yes. Yeah, I won't move anywhere. I'll just hand out. I'll just hand out drinks for the boys. For the boys. For the boys. How far away are we from Mama and Barnes? Uh, Mama and Barnes, they floated down um, right underneath the uh, the chute from the control lab. You guys skittered in just a little bit. Uh, it was. Uh, it was nice and curved for you guys, so you didn't like slam down, and then you hit some pillows that were about fifteen feet away from the opening. Some nice soft pillows. So how many feet away are they? They're about fifteen feet away because they are right at that end. Oh, they're like right there. Okay, mm-hmm. sweet. Okay, I can give you all more room if you like. This is all in the theater of the mind. <laughs> oh, I was just putting it in roll twenty so I could visualize it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, but uh, boss, is that your full turn? Yeah, that's it. That's my, All right, that's my stuff. Kyan, you're up. What are we doing? Uh, well, I would like to take a bonus action, and with a quick uh, you never never the one to turn away from a from a good drink. Salud, and I'm gonna pop my my potion from boss. So right on getting some fun things for a minute. Woohoo. Get it four hours. Um, and okay. So with, with the, with the enemies that are closest to us, is mm-hmm. there one that is kind of like further away from any friends? Like one that's a little like, uh, I guess secluded. Uh, the only one that is sort of secluded is Oral. She is, uh, in the center of the room, uh, 50 feet away from the main entrance. You guys are about 15 feet away from that entrance. Uh, so she's about math, 35 feet away. Did I do that math right? Yes, I did. Yes. I can do basic math. Y'all This is amazing. Okay. But she's the only one that's kind of on her own. Yes, she is. Uh, both, uh, both. Mama and uh, Barnes are right next to each other, uh, right at the front. Uh, and Mama is floating creepily, while Barnes, who is normally this kind of noblish guy, but you guys have never met him as a noble. I'm now realizing that. <laughs> so you wouldn't know that he's a noble. Uh, he is, uh, it looks like he is a puppet on a string, uh, and he's sort of hunched over in a very uncomfortable looking position. Right. Uh, I'm gonna point at Arl real quick and kind of look like to the whole group, but I'm, like my eyes are gonna give away that I'm talking to Neil. Uh, but I'm gonna point at Arl and say, well, "Is so? Is it okay if I kill her too?" Oh, you can kill her all you want, honey. That's all on you. Whatever comes of that, go right ahead. Guy, you kill her, so I can. I mean. If you're okay with dying as well. I don't understand how I die if I kill. 
Kai, because I will kill you. Uh, Kai, could you roll a uh, wisdom save or a wisdom check for me? A wisdom check. Just a wisdom check, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, nat 20. <laughs> nat 20. Uh, <laughs> With my so modifier, you... that's 20. Nice. Uh, you hear inside of your head a very cold. You're not sure how it feels cold inside of your head, but you can feel it. Uh, and it's just one word. It's no. And you can, uh, as you're pointing your, I'm guessing you're pointing your, uh, your rapier at her. Yeah. Uh, you can see on her very owl face, uh, even through all the metal and everything uh, that is currently squishing her head. Uh, you can see her eyes are very, very, very angry at you. So it's a very like, no, don't, don't fucking do it. No, don't kill me. But it's just one word. It's just no. All right. I'm going to kind of shudder like quick little shake. Hey, okay. Hey, all you said was no, but you could have made it a little more simple than that. Hey, <laughs> uh, and I'm, she rolls her allies. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and sheath my rapier and pull out my short bow. And I'm just going to, um, going to fire a quick shot at Barnes. Um, now with my, with my potion, do I get to use it on the attack roll or is it only for damage? Hmm. Good question. Uh, Drew on that potion. Uh, attack roll. Hell yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, with the bonus, it's going to be 18 to hit. That, uh, hits. Go ahead and roll that damage. And since it's on the attack roll, I don't get to use it for damage too, right? Or or am I just like god mode? Uh, it's uh, just attack roll saving throws. Yeah. Yeah, no god mode. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. This is already wonderful. Thank you so much. Alright, uh, and that's gonna be for ten damage. Uh he is no, not a Q. Ten. Man, I can't type. I can do some simple <laughs> math, but I can't type. Uh, he takes that arrow, um, and I'm going to say that it hits him square in, uh, in the thigh. Uh, and you can see in his eyes that it, it pains him. It hurts like hell. Um, but he doesn't react on his face. He doesn't make a grunt. He doesn't make any sort of sounds. And, uh, so after taking a shot, I'm going to, I'm going to move just like a little bit away from the group. Um, as far as like with the the layout of the room, like mm-hmm. I because I don't want to close the distance yet while they're um, while they are grouped up, but can I move away from the group into away from Arl too? Since I'm still, uh, so are you going toward the walls or are you going towards Arl? Uh, towards the walls, away from Arl. Towards the walls. Um, hmm. you can move. Definitely can move. Uh, go ahead and roll a stealth check for me. Uh, 21. 21. Uh, okay, so what happens is you fire off the arrow, um, and even though this is a pretty well-lit cave and everything, there are boulders scattered around and everything. 
uh, you would think in this uh, in this layer that is very clearly being here to experiment on this goddess-like thing uh, that they would clean up a little more, but they kept some of the natural surroundings. Uh, you fire off your arrow and immediately skitter behind uh, a, stalag- a stalagmite because those are on the bottom, I think. That's true. Yes, I did it. Nailed it. Because stalactites stick, they cling tight to the ceiling. Did it. Yeah. Um, so you skitter around this stalagmite um, and you are out of sight uh, and out of mind uh, going toward this wall. It is still a pretty well lit room, but you're still able to get out of everyone's sight. Uh, next up is Kirsch. Unless you have anything else. Yeah. Uh, if I just for flavor, I would like going behind the rock. I would like to just kind of say real quick, like thinking on our all going eh, and keep it. You know, keep the cold away from me. And another shake from behind the rock. Um, Kirsch is kind of looking at all of them and then looking back at Boss and Neil. And he is now having a crisis after what Mama said about the cogs and everything else. And so he looks at Boss and says, so who's the what? He's trying to figure out who to hit but uh kai hit barnes right yes yes okay um kirsch is going to suck it up take a deep breath and cast fireball on barnes and i guess mama's right there too yep they're right next to each other all right so they need to make a deck save of 14 deck save of 14 let me roll that from Dex save. So first huh. up is uh, is Barnes. Come on, D&D Beyond. You know you want to roll. There we go. Uh, Barnes rolls a was it 14 plus 1, so a 15. And Mama rolls. I don't think her Dex is as good. No, no. Come on now. A 3. So I'm I don't know what's the uh, what does it, what does it have to be? <laughs> fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, so Barnes, uh, in a so okay. So here's what happens. Yes, okay. This is cool sounding. Uh, so Mama has her free hand that is hovering in Barnes's direction, and she flicks her wrist uh, in a motion where Barnes skitters out of the way of the blast. Uh, just in a in a weird hunched fashion that does not look comfortable whatsoever. Um, but since she's not paying attention, she gets the full brunt of it. Uh, and it smells a little bit like calamari. Oof. As she's hit for how much damage? 27. 27. Good golly, Miss Molly. That is some damage right there. Um, yeah, she takes that 27 damage. What about uh, Barnes? Does he take any? Um, wait, did he save? He did. Uh, so he would just take half, uh, and half of okay. 27 is 13 and half, so I guess 13. 13. Woo! It's a little crispy smelling in here. Uh, not only do you smell, uh, the calamari in the air, you smell, uh, the telltale sign of, uh, of blood being heated. Uh, it is a burnt coppery smell that, uh, just permeates the air. Ah, yes, quite familiar with that smell. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you, you um, never burned some blood? Sorry, I've been out for weeks. Actually, it smells more, like, weirdly sweet. <laughs> Interesting. Thank you, Dr. Okay, Deems. the doctor would Thank know. You, Dr. Deems. <laughs> and player, player comment, uh, mm-hmm. when, when Abby was threatening if I went into melee, I'd get fireballed. This whole time, I was thinking that it was some mechanic with mind flares that I don't understand. This is my first campaign running into this is my first campaign running into them and I'm like, I don't like oh what the fuck's gonna happen if I go in there and <laughs> what are they gonna do but, to me? And no, it's like okay, it's, like it was still the right move to not close the distance, but I I read that wrong. You didn't realize it was because of friendly fire. Oh, I read that wrong entirely. <laughs> Friendly fireball. Nah. <laughs> Kirsch goes fireball. <laughs> Light cleric. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Kirsch is going to end his turn looking just unsure of the morality of this entire fight, and he's just going to plant his feet and grab his axe. That's it. Hell yeah. That's badass. Um, so Mama is in control of this. What's really cool with this role that I did uh, for uh, for Mama and Oral and Barnes is they all had very similar role numbers, so they all get lumped together. And that's exciting because Mama, as she shakes off uh, the bit of fire, she goes, oh, oh, ow, ow, ow. Um, that wasn't very kind of you. Uh, and for that, bzz, and she flips Sorry. down the... <laughs> she uh, taps down on her little buzzer that is in her not free hand uh, and triggers Arl's um, lair action. So what's going to happen? No, it's not cool. Uh, So what happens is uh, her lair action. Um, Could everyone roll for me a constitution saving throw? (laughs) Mm. Uh, No, it may not be very good. Uh, I, my mine may also not be very good, but if 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 it's something emanating like directly from her, can I mm-hmm. argue that I have advantage since I wanted to hide behind the stalagmite? Hmm. You did want to hide behind the stalagmite. However, it is a stalag. Uh, you are on the side of the stalagmite that is facing her. I th- I think this was a failure of communication between the two of us, but I won't argue this any further. Uh, I got a seventeen. Seventeen, okay. We're looking to be 18. fifteen. Okay. Okay. Twenty-two. Oh, good. What uh? What kind of saving throw was this? Uh, con Sean. What was uh? What did I need to make? Fifteen. Damn, missed it by fourteen. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Well, technically, I missed it by like twelve, but you know, it doesn't Rip. tell the story as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. so is that everybody then? Yeah. So everyone who got under a fifteen, uh, you see from the billowing cloak that is under Oral, uh, a a mist of just a flurry of snow. Just flurry of snows. What? (laughs) Flurry of snows? No, just a flurry of snow. Uh, I got the reference. Thank, thank you. (laughs) 
I worked hard on that one. We'll talk after class because I didn't get the reference. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Let me try this again. Uh, a flurry of snow uh, comes out from underneath the cloak that Oral is wearing. Uh, and everyone who rolled under a 15, uh, you receive one level of exhaustion. Do What does it do? Oh, God, no. Oh, God, yes. My screen has frozen. What? So, exhaustion. Exhaustion is a wonderfully just horrific thing that happens in some special environments and people who can control those special environments. Uh, some special abilities and environmental hazards, such as starvation and the long-term effects of freezing or scorching temperatures, can lead to a special condition called exhaustion. Exhaustion is measured in six levels. An effect can give a creature more uh, one or more level of exhaustion, as specified in the effect's description. First level of exhaustion is disadvantage on ability saving check or ability checks. Second level of exhaustion is your speed is halved. Third level is disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Fourth level is your hit point maximum is halved. Your, uh, the fifth level of exhaustion, your speed is re- reduced to zero. And sixth level of exhaustion is death. Yeah. Uh, so, Jeff, you uh, you said you got a three, right? Uh, it wasn't. Yeah. Or, it, yeah. or did, you, did you roll a crit? Uh, one. I did roll a natural one. So you receive two levels of exhaustion. I'm going to die. <laughs> you have disadvantage on ability checks, and your speed is halved. That's... Oh. Now Mama's turn. And she goes, Oh, that worked better than I was hoping for. Hmm. Now what to do, what to do? Uh, oh, you there, the one that's having a bit of a crisis, uh, a conscious crisis, and any of your friends that are within a 60-foot cone... Uh, please roll for me a DC 15 intelligence saving throw. Ah, fuck! As, <laughs> as she oh, no. fires out a mind blast. Does <laughs> uh, that hit all of us? Uh, the only one that is Kai. Hang on, hang on. Can, can, I go ahead, can I go ahead and just say that player me <laughs> is dancing, that I'm dodging this too? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you you may. <laughs> My negative Whoa. modifier, I got a three. <laughs> oh no! Uh, rip. Uh, I got an eleven. I also. I got a nineteen. It can't be wisdom. Oof. You sure? It's no, not it's intelligence. It's a mind blast. She blasted you with her mind. <laughs> I'm proficient with wisdom saves. <laughs> <laughs> So she she did a mind blast. Uh, it was tasty. Um, <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no. Uh, and everyone who was uh, flavor blasted with the mind there, uh, you are going to receive. Let's see here. One, two, three, four. D8 plus four. I like these new dice that I have digitally. They're all spiky and frosty looking. Oh, I got those too. Love them. Let's see here. That is 19 plus 4, 20. Jesus. 23 points of psychic damage. Owie, <laughs> owie. Uh, Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> uh, she 
puts her controller hand up to her head uh, and throws it out forward, uh, sending out a blast of psychic energy. Um, and that was for everyone who didn't make that saving throw. Uh, but I'm going to be nice to you guys, and I'm not going to do the secondary effect, which was the stunning, because I already kind of did that before uh, when she came down. It's because I'm nice like that. Um, I, I was still stunned. Like... No, everyone was unstunned. Oh. Unless they got blasted by uh, Oral's uh, aura. That's fun to say. But, uh, but now it's Barnes' turn. What's Barnes going to do? Uh, oh, yeah, he's got cool stuff he can do. Because he's a, he's a bad motherfucker as a blood hunter. And uh, you see Mama's hand go into that weird kind of crackly, puppety control. Uh, as she directs him at, let's say, boss. But I'm going to roll something here. I'm going to roll just a wee bit of something here. Because he's going to try and resist her. Because I, I like helping out the heroes, you know? He rolled a nat one. Hmm. He doesn't resist. And he is going to uh, take out his heavy crossbow and fire a bolt does oof a 22 hit oh yeah uh, i'm gonna do some channel divinity and okay. use my improved flare to impose disadvantage on his attack okay i will disadvantagely roll solar flare <laughs> <laughs> basically what happened nice, nice. oof uh that's still a 19 he rolled a 15 plus four Damn it. Okay. It was a good shot. It was a good try. Um, he's going to roll his attack, which is a 1d10. Just a 1d10 on a crossbow bolt. Uh, and that is a 5 a piercing a damage. Yeah. As he uh, lowers down his crossbow, he flinches for a moment as if to uh, try and aim at Kirsch, who had, or sorry, at, uh, not Kirsch, it was Kai who shot the arrow at him earlier. Uh, and tries to aim at Akai. He doesn't see him and puts it back to boss. And you hear thwoof, as the bolt soars through the air and smacks boss. Uh, where's it smack you, boss? Um, I don't know. In the in the hip. Okay, not in the nuts. That's good. I was worried it was going to be in the nuts. Uh, it hits you in your hip, in your hip uh, and your hip does a dip. Uh, but now it's Neil's turn. Uh, Neil is just going to give Kirsch a reaffirming pat on the back. And then he is going to slowly walk towards Mama. And his astral arms look even more feral than normal. So he's going to take those two arms and try to... <laughs> oh yeah, they're twice as big too. So he's going to try to grab both her wrists okay. with those astral arms. Okay. And like stretch her arms out. What are we rolling up here? Strength? Uh, yeah, would it be... Well, actually, I can roll wisdom with advantage on strength uh, checks. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, we will do a roll-off then. I will do strength. You can do your wisdom. Uh, let's see what happens. And you're big anyway, so... 16. 16 versus... Let's see... It's a mind flare, and their strength is kind of shit. So that's an eight. 
what does this look like as you, with your astral arms, grab uh, this tentacly half-orc? Uh, so he has her arms stretched out, and with his regular arms, flurry of blows. Punching, Hell yeah. Punching the elbows in the way that they don't bend. Uh, yeah, let's uh, flurry them bow, uh, them bows. Yeah, flurry the bows. It, it's um, because it was a play on words, oh, Alex. fuck yes, now I got it, damn it. It's because it was a play on words. <laughs> Ten minutes uh, later. Damn we it, made it, get it there, it boys. <laughs> Uh, okay, flurry uh, the bows. Yeah, so both fists are striking each elbow in the way they don't bend. First one is a 15. Second okay. one is an 18. Okay. They both hit. So, in addition to the 1d4 I get from being giant, mm-hmm. I'm going to apply the Starburst gauntlets. Were those a 1d4 or 1d6? I can't remember. Uh, the gauntlets were a 1d6, I believe. Okay. I'm pretty sure somebody's going to be like, no, uh, that's not what they were. But you know what? I'm going to let it go. <laughs> Especially because you're bigger now, too. So I'm going to say that those got a little more powerful. So let's at least say 1d6. So that's 10 plus 6. Oh, shit. 16. Uh, 19 damage for the first hit. 19 damage for that first blow of flurries. And what's the next one looking like? Uh, 13. 13. Uh, you start, uh, you have with your massive astral arms, uh, you have her, uh, her regular arms splayed out further than any person should have them going. Uh, and you just start doing pot shots at her, uh, elbows. Going, bop, 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 bop. I'm going for just two major strikes, hoping I oh. can just punch those in the direction they don't bend. Uh, they definitely bend the wrong way. Um, and then because she's uh, a cephalopod-esque creature, uh, they morph back and she goes, oh, God, that's painful. Uh, but she is, is she grappled? Technically? I believe technically she is. Interesting. Very Interesting. And as my final uh, act, I'm just going to look towards Arl in a voice that she can only hear and say, I'll save you after this. Uh, Arl uh, does the same one word that feels like it means a million things uh, as she psychically projects the word uh, thanks to you. Uh, Are you doing anything else other than that? That's it. All right. Uh, Tomias. Sorry, buddy. Uh, so I was you have two stunned. levels of exhaustion. I was originally stunned before, mm-hmm. but but you all, you got unstunned. That was the AOE or the stun that was on all of us, and mm-hmm. then that got released. Um, uh, you have disadvantage on ability checks, and your speed is halved. My speed is halved. Uh, from when uh Oral got shocky shocked. Uh, yes. What was the effect from that? Uh, that was the effect. Uh, she spread out that flurry of snows, mm. which I'm not going to lie. It's pretty uh-huh. cool sounding. <laughs> it, it, it caught on. It was good. Uh, and she uh, she gave anyone that didn't pass that 15 uh, disadvantage on ability checks as well as their speed. Uh, if since you sorry, yeah, I, since your speed I is half. Trash, so you doubled it. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, 
is there is there another stun currently in effect? No. Okay. In that case, I am going to wild shape. Hell yeah. Into a giant elk. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um hmm. I wonder. I'm gonna check on the exhaustion to see if it says anything about wild shaping. Uh I don't it believe doesn't. that it does. It shouldn't carry over. Yeah. It doesn't. So your base form has two levels of exhaustion, but your elk form, uh, it's free. It's free, baby. You can advantage on you have regular ability checking ability and your speed is not halved. So, because I came to fuck. Um. <laughs> cool. Sir, this is a windy. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> uh, so, I'm going to charge Barnes. Okay. Charge away. Uh, just to be clear, uh, are they. Is Sugar on the ground? Uh, she is still floating in the air. Uh, okay. And she was floating about about five feet off the air. Um, and how, how high are you now holding her by her, uh, goopy, uh, elbows? Uh, it's probably not five feet anymore. It's probably closer to just like right off the ground. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go ahead. Okay. Um, and, and, fuck and him about, up. about how far away is she? Uh, she is right next to him. Uh, when, or actually, there is about a five feet difference between the two of them, uh, because Barnes had gotten out of the way of the fireball at the last moment. So there's a is, there's about a five foot gap. Who is slightly farther away? Barnes. Barnes is slightly farther away. Cool. I'm gonna charge the bitch, not Barnes. <laughs> He's in the. She's in the air. But that's okay. It's all right. I'm fucking gigantic. <laughs> I'm not a large elk. I am a giant elk. Giant, giant even for an elk. Somewhere deep uh, in the woods, there's a regular size elk who's going, man, I feel small now. Dang. Um, does an 18 hit? Uh, 18 most certainly hits. Need three, four. All right, here's the 46. Oh, boy. For the charge damage. He did say he came to fuck. He did say he came to fuck. Um, uh, that is 18 points of uh, bludgeoning, but I would argue that it's piercing because I'm an elk. Well, it could be bludgeoning. 18 uh, points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, and so I want you to know some really good news. Uh, she does not have any resistances to being bludgeoned or pierced. So that's good. Oh, I just meant for like flavor. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't concerned with like damage and immunity. And stuff. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, uh, but she needs to make a DC 14 strength saving throw. No, she actually doesn't need to do that. And you can probably guess why. Is it is it because she can't? It's because she can't. Cool. So what does this ground. look like? So she Take goes her to the, the ground. ground. Pin the bitch. 
Um, so what this looks like beautifully is uh, Tomias, who has been suffering a bit of exhaustion from being blasted by snow, musters up the strength to shift into this massive elk form and with all of his might charges directly at uh, at Mama, who is being held splayed out, stretched further than uh, looks kind of like a stretch Armstrong, actually. Uh, being stretched out way more than her arm should be by uh, by Neil and launches right into her. His elk horns right into uh, where her rib cage should be. It's she's a you know a, a squiddy person, so it's not bone, it's cartilage, so it's a little squishier. As he gracefully pounces up, slams into her, and smacks straight down to the ground as purple-green blood coughs out of her. (laughs) And she starts turning greener, and you see the tentacles recede back into her head, uh, going back to her normal face. No! No! Did we just jump Mama Sugar? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a little bit. All right, so what I imagined was we were doing, like, the tag team match, like, double suplex, double pile driver, kind of. I mean, that's that's kind of, yeah. That's what I imagined. <laughs> uh, you now have uh, Mama Sugar pinned on the ground. Uh, you see her legs, which have been bisected off of her, uh, right where Neil was holding her. Uh, her guts and everything just on the ground uh, as you have her top half pinned to the ground. And she did. Oh, dip. <laughs> One round of combat. Hell yeah. That was unexpected. Neil is going to rush over to Arl. Uh, by the way, uh, I mean, Barnes is still up. Barnes is still up. You are out of initiative, though, uh, because uh, I'm, uh, I'm definitely turning my eyes to look at Barnes, like locking, uh, locking uh, eyes and horns yeah. on him. And no, if we're <laughs> out of initiative, and especially if she's dead, like I'm going, like Kyan would use his um, uh, his feline mobility or fancy footwork, and. Mm-hmm. And now that roguish archetype is up, I'm going to go and backstab Barnes. Oh, I'm Jesus. going for rapier like through the neck. Um, I want you to know okay. that I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Neil, in your astral form, your astral arms are still holding on to uh, Mama's hands from the uh, elbow, which are now, uh, well, they're still, the hands are still kind of squiddy. But the wrists into the elbow are uh, are orc, so it's a really weird looking combination. Uh, but go ahead and uh, rakishly audaciate, uh, poor Barnes. Right, do I need to roll an attack roll? Uh yes. And at this point, right. you see Barnes. Uh, he's coming out of uh, this. Uh, this mind control, that's very clearly what happened, and he was definitely an innocent, but fuck him, I guess. Go ahead! <laughs> um, and I would like to point out that I did successfully stealth the previous turn. Do I get, like, any advantage <laughs> on this? 
Uh, you already, <laughs> you already God. have. Uh, Andrew, you already have advantage due to Rick's audacity. Okay, yes. excellent. Yeah, it's it's pretty much like if if you're one v oneing somebody, you just get advantage. It's perfect. It's busted. It's completely busted. Perfect. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Okay, so we'll go with that roll. So twenty nine to hit. Fucking yeah, that hits. <laughs> Why don't you just take? You know what? A scroll of Tarask just ascends, and instead <laughs> you hit the scroll of Tarask, and a Tarask appears, and he goes, "Hey, what's up, y'all? I have a twenty something AC." Oh fuck! <laughs> and he explodes as well as whatever you do to uh, this poor blood hunter. Uh, so do I? You want me to roll for damage or not? Go ahead and roll for damage. I guess. Hell, hell yeah! <laughs> All right. Oh, hang on. I I don't have enough d six. Fucking! You're giving this man a, a a better tracheectomy than any surgeon could ever do. But sure, why not? Okay. Oh, hang on. I've got to hold like not, six oh. dice to roll all at once. Oh. Yeah, just swing that big dick. Come on. First world problems. <laughs> uh, uh, I rolled low, so 23 damage. Oh, only 23 damage. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I rolled that on a 46 one time, and I felt like I'd been blessed by the gods. Uh, you expertly stab into uh, this man's neck as blood splurts out in front of him, uh, cause you're behind him somehow. Cause fucking cat, uh, you get behind him. You poke him through like a Capri sun that you missed, uh, getting in correctly, but he's not a Capri sun. He's a man, uh, as air and blood splatter forward. And he goes, Oh God, oh, I didn't need that. Oh, ouch. He's still up, though, but not a bad guy. I just want y'all to know. Yeah, Kirsch is going to just drop his axe to the ground and run over to Barnes and just grab him by the neck to stop the bleeding as he casts Cure Wounds. And he's going to glare at Kai and then look at everybody else and just ask, can we stop killing and someone explain this? Uh, I'm going to have my rapier still pointed like now at Kirsch and Barnes, like not trying to be threatening Kirsch, because then uh, I'm going to look at Kirsch and go, hey, excuse me, join the way I have to put my initials. <laughs> Kirsch looks at him and gives him the disappointed dad look, and he Ooh. says, put down the sword. So my wisdom roll off. Stepping back. Oh, wait, hold and on. Lining up a charge. <laughs> that is. Kirsch is unarmed. Very... He dropped his axe. Kirsch roll. Like eyes locked. <laughs> Kirsch oh, roll intimidation with advantage. Uh, and... I already get an advantage. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, and Kai, I'm trying to think, what would that be against? Oh, that's a 19. Just, like I guess, like a, chari- a charisma saving throw. <laughs> a charisma saving throw for me. Okay. Ah. With my modifier, that is eight. <laughs> An eight. You are very intimidated uh, with this dad glare that he is giving, that Kirsch is giving you. He is 
heckin' pissed. Heckin'. Uh, I'm gonna give a flourish of my rapier before sheathing it, and then give a smile to Kirsch and go, oh, whatever, I don't know why you're freaking out over the bad guy. But it's okay, I'll, uh, finish, I'll finish the job later. With your flourish, could you do a performance check for me? Absolutely. Thank you. I finally get to use this modifier. <laughs> it was a really bad roll, so with my modifier, it's only a 17. <laughs> only a 17. Uh, you successfully write your initials in the, uh, the flurry of snow uh, that is still in the air. So you can just see the, the, K for, uh, the KB for Kai and Boda uh, just floating in the air. It looks really cool. Uh, and I also would like when I say that I'll finish the job later, I'm going to be looking back at uh, Barnes and Nobles uh, and <laughs> I'm just going to give a quick wink to him. Uh, he is he's not very wink receptive uh, and he just kind of glowers at you uh, st- still holding on to his neck, which Kirsch is also holding on to. So it's not super intimidating and it looks more like he's about to pass out from blood loss. Uh, so you're not intimidated at all by that. He's just kind of not happy. Yeah, he gets back six hit points. So probably Boy. just stops the bleeding. Uh, Kirsch is going to firmly, but not, you know, roughly just sit him on the ground at his feet. So he's kind of standing over Barnes and just looks at Kai and then looks over at Boss and says, you need to explain this. Mm. She was a mind flayer and she had him mind controlled. Barnes, you feel freer? Everything else. That's about right Uh, on that part. Okay, well, I answered the question. Thank you. Moving on. (laughs) You lied to me. Mm, Kirsch, that's. Lying is such a messy, messy way to describe it was done here is a crime against all sentient beings and we have uh, achieved justice for that crime. We could have done it without killing people. That hardly seems like punishment. You lied to me so that I would help you kill a bunch of people. But if left alive, they could have killed many more. We could have put them in jail or something. My job is to save people and heal people. It's not to kill people. You saved a lot of people. And you know, at the risk of uh, pissing you off a little more, I would like to point out that uh, it wasn't our idea to lie to you. If you want to be mad at anyone, you should probably look at Neil. Excellent deflection. That's uh, monk-level deflection. Uh, Barnes is just going to cut eyes at you and go, no, no, no you you turned me into Capri Sub. That wasn't cool. Hey, if it was up to me, you wouldn't be talking right now at all. And That might be true. And if it was up to me, you wouldn't be in pain right now either. I can make it go away as soon as Kirsch step away. As soon as he leaves, you are in good hands. You are not going to kill him. I'd like to see you try, but not right now. I'd like to heal a little more. 
Um, yeah. Sorry. With all that in the room and everything, the the testosterone building up, you still feel that very present feeling of cold permeating through the air. Uh, Neil already dashed over to Arl as soon as combat was over. Uh, she is currently in a, a very not comfortable looking cage. It's definitely a little smaller for her than it should be. She has chains on her. She has the muzzle. Uh, she has the thing on her brain, uh, but she does uh, crushing into her brain, but she does say in a slightly clearer voice. Uh, uh, it's very crisp, very cold. And she says, help, please. Neil is already punching at the lock of the cage. Uh, roll an attack roll. Attack roll six. Uh, 16 or six? 16. 16. Okay, cool. Um, you successfully smash the lock off of, uh, off of this after a couple of tries. Um, and it just snaps down and you can rip off the door if you wish. Uh, it is big enough that she can come out of, which is, you know, convenient. Uh, yeah, astral arms are flinging the door across the room right now. Excellent. Uh, she makes a motion now that uh, the door has been ripped off uh, to rip off her chains. Uh, and she does so with surprising deftness uh, as they snap in half. Uh, and she begins clawing at the, uh, the helmet on her head, uh, trying to get it off as quickly as possible. It is still very much attached and kind of crushing on her. Uh, I would like to try to figure out how to get that off without hurting her. Okay. Uh, roll for me. Hmm. That would be an intelligence thing. I imagine, uh, roll either survival or medicine. Go one with survival, baby. Okay. And that's an eight. An eight. Um, Nice. You you can't immediately figure it out, uh, but go ahead, Drew. I like help him out. Okay, uh, go ahead. Roll that same survival or medicine. Uh, I will use flash of genius and uh, roll a sixteen. Nice. Uh, with that sixteen, um, you can see exactly how uh, the contraption works. In fact, you recognize it. Uh, as a control helmet that you use to uh, get some of the creatures uh, that were turned into hybrids in uh, Dr. Tolstom's lab. Uh, and you know exactly where to uh, unlatch it and uh, turn it off, uh, which is right on the back of the skull. And I imagine you do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh, you I'll... do that. Uh, the helmet... Uh, immediately goes as both sides of it fall to the ground and you see Oral step out of the cage, her shackles off of her wrists, uh, the helmet off of her head, uh, and she stretches up to her full uh, 12 foot tall height which would be kind of uh, cool and a little bit intimidating if Neil wasn't also already at that height Um, which she kind of looks at she looks at Neil and goes, I'm a big deer. I'm, I'm a big deer, too. Don't forget, I'm a big deer. 
Oh, uh, she looks down at the deer. Uh, no, how, how big? big. Is, how big is your elk? How big? I'm a large, or no, I'm a huge creature. Huge. I'm three uh, by three. I'm big as ooh. hell. <laughs> she looks right at you, uh, right into your elk eyes, and goes, "Wow." Normally, the elks aren't that big. And Neil, the last I saw you, you definitely were not this big. Well, you know, a couple decades changes a man. I can see. This is Um, only going to last for like 40 more seconds. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Dr. Tolstom, should we run out the clock on that? And just wait 40 seconds before I continue a cool speech. No, I mean, I feel like you could continue as long as you don't make any, like, really committal references to how tall Neil is. Oh, yes. Uh, my very large champion here, um, he he can probably tell you a lot of important... Oh, well, he's small now. He's regular size. Never mind. He's no longer a large champion. Um, could everyone roll a perception check for me? Mm-hmm. Oh boy, my mask is active, so... Hell yeah. 25. The hell? 10. Uh... Okay, so they were both 17. What? Fuck. Let's try to roll one. 25. Uh, As Neil shrinks down into his normal size, uh, everyone notices, except for anyone who didn't roll that great, uh, that she's not speaking... This is all being projected into your mind. As she's talking, her face is making movements uh, that you would recognize uh, her eyebrows and her eyes and the sides of her uh, of her mouth are moving as if she's speaking normally. Um, But her beak doesn't open. Not once. She is very much speaking with you telepathically, telepathically. That's the word. Nailed it on you the first it. time. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm assuming that only Kai is the one that's missing this. <laughs> uh, I guess so. I mean, she you don't notice that she's not speaking, uh, as in she's not talking with her mouth. Uh, but you, you get that impression that she is, and you don't notice that she's tickling into your brain uh, her thoughts. Um. But you know, you can tell she's speaking. Um, and she says, well, I'm sure you have many questions. I, I will try to answer them as best as I can. Um, but of course, Neil, he could probably say a few things, including how this isn't my normal look. And Neil tries his best to remember, but it's, it's been ages. Ah, I can see. Uh, Allow me to project that. Uh, And she puts her hands to her head uh, right where the helmet had been uh, in digging into her skull earlier. Uh, And you all feel a a bit of pain as you see images flash forward. And these images that you see are of Oral as she is now in reverse. Uh, You see her being captured and thrown into this cage uh, in this cave deep down into the dark. You see her running around through the woods around Helen. Uh, You see her at the uh, 
at the front of the storm that had enveloped he- uh, Helen. Uh, and you see the other members of, uh, of the order of uh, the Corvids as they are eviscerated by the zombies that you saw at the beginning uh, of your adventure here. Uh, you see this clock continue to go backwards and backwards and backwards until there is a large clearing. And in this clearing, you see three forms. One is of uh, this owlbear type form that you see of Aurel. A second is a very tall, regal uh, looking woman made of ice. And a third form that is a frozen crystal ball. And you see them all panting. Even the ball somehow is panting as if it's in pain. Uh, It's glow, not quite as powerful and as magical as before. You don't see who split them, but then you see them all come back together into one form, which is this very large, very intimidating godlike figure with aspects of each of these things. You see the sort of human form of uh, the regal looking queen. You see the glow of the orb and you see the feathers and horns and the cloak of her owlbear form. And then you see her falling in reverse. And then you see her along with three other gods, the Raven queen, Pelor and Melora. You see them having a good day. And then you see this cave again. I'm sorry if that hurt. Oh, yeah, I, I remember why I forgot now. The, the trauma. No child should. No. And I apologize that you did. It was a long time ago, but I, I gave you the blessing of my my nature. Or my full nature, allowing you to traverse the winters without fear of reaching cold. And I hope that has served you well. Do you know how messed up that is? Like Things like that didn't exist in our world until two years ago. I had to live my with that. Yes, it is. No, no. That's... <laughs> Hold on just a moment. And she reaches toward you and spreads out her arms to the rest and then brings everything back. That explains a lot of this world. You're all of two spirits. And I'm sure everyone else in this world is as well. Interesting. So there are two histories. One where I am a, a goddess that met this, this elf here. And one where I am a thought, who met a young boy. And then these worlds collided, and the histories merged. I wondered how that all came to be. But where are my manners? As you all see, I am Aurel, the Frost Maiden. But as you saw in that memory, I, as I was. By my nature and form, I am the Hearth. My others are the Frost and the Aspect. Despite my monstrous appearance, I am the representative of warmth and embrace during the depths of winter. My other parts are far less accommodating than I. Frost, by her name, is a frigid witch queen who wishes to see all of the world 
in a blanket of cold. The aspect is the heart of the storm, the eye of the blizzard. Together, we are the balance of winter, kept in balance the same way that Melora, Pelor, and the Raven Queen are for their respective seasons. As would be the case should they be separated for too long, so it is mine that I am. The longer my others are apart from me, the greater damage they will wreak on these lands. Frost. She wishes for a frozen kingdom to rule over. She cares not for the size, nor the people, just the ice. The aspect does not wish at all, for it simply is. Its purpose, if it has any, is to spread as far and as wide as possible. A disease. A plague of cold. Even though I am in this form as this beastly thing, I am sentient. So are the frost and the aspect. However, due to their respective natures, they do not hold the same truths and wisdoms that I do. I can be reasoned with. I cannot say the same for my others. For how do you reason with a witch queen whose control is absolute? How do you reason with a blizzard? I wish I could tell you, but alas, that is beyond me. I only know what I know, what you all have seen. I realize that is a lot to bring to you, but judging by what I've gleaned from my sharing of memories to yours, you're on a mission. One that is to solve this winter. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. I essentially. I do a loud elk-like exhale. Ah. Have that cool, like, <laughs> weird, like, like, expectedly high-pitched, like, like screaming thing. sound in your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, but like with more bass. Uh, just, just so that I am clear, because you know, you know about Neil, you know about the mission, and you had the movie with the other group. So, so we're not killing her. I would prefer if you didn't. I don't know if we could. I am. We can or should. I've been getting a lot of mixed signals from all this. She passes her hand over to you, Kai, and says, You have a noble heart. You take things a little far. But, you know, that's okay. I I would maybe try to not be as pokey. Maybe. just That's just me. Yeah. Just uh, I would like to bow with... Uh, well, I would like to pull out my rapier and bow with a flourish of the rapier and of my cloak. And... Uh, and you and go just, ahead and do that and roll a performance check as well. Excellent. Pushing everywhere. Excellent performance roll all day. Um, and because I would, with with the bow and all the flourishes, I would like to say, ah, uh, of course, I am nothing but a noble and chibaris. Was that Man, I am rolling so bad on all oh, of no. my performance rolls. Or wait, is it still within a minute of combat? Oh yeah, definitely. No, I mean maybe maybe a no. little. It's at least twenty seconds more, okay, or it's no. at least forty seconds because he's because okay. Neil shrank, okay. and then there's another yeah. twenty seconds. So maybe not. Okay, so my my rolls have been so bad. So it's only a sixteen. Only a sixteen. Uh, once again, you carve your initials into the air. 
Um, you also add onto the underneath it. Uh, you put in a, uh, a a little owl face. Oh, that's that's very. I cool. would I, instead of it with a beak, though. I would like it to be the owl face with a smile. Oh, she digs it. She thinks it's so cool. Uh, Kirsch speaks up and says, "So, are you some kind of goddess?" In a manner of speaking, yes. In in my world, the realm where your forms and your abilities originate from, I most certainly was. And here, before this world became a mishmash of the two, I was but a thought. So, in a way, yes. I'm not sure how to truly answer that without sounding kind of pretentious. Uh, Kirsch looks down at Barnes' blood on his hands and looks back up at her and says, Can you bring people? Young Kirsch, do you know the roles of the seasons? I mean, I guess I just... He looks very upset. I don't... I can't go home a murderer. Mm. What you are doing... Is it to save lives? Is it noble? I... I mean, I guess I... I'm honestly not sure what the truth is, but I think so. That's why I came, but... I didn't think that they were real people. She puts a feathery, taloned hand on Kirsch's shoulder. It is massive. And she says, What you're doing is not as terrible as you would believe. Deep down, you know you are doing some form of good. The people that you are affecting, people that you are with, that you are going back home to, are all good in some form or other. Even, you see her owl eye dart over to uh, Kyan, even the shadier, cattier ones of you. But you... I'm going to wait. Have, <laughs> you have a good heart. You do not do this out of malice. You do not do this out of anger and evil. The fiends that you will encounter on this trail, they do. And because of that, you are not, you are not a murderer in a sense. I mean, you still killed a few people, but they were bad people, so it kind of balances out. Because you're not a bad people. You're good people. Kirsch is confused, but he looks a little more comforted and just... I don't know what I'll tell my family about this, but I'll think on Tell them this. If it comes up, let them know that what you have done was never to harm anyone. It was for the good of the realm. If they disagree, which some might... Show them this. And uh, she taps her big claw into the center of your chest. And you feel a wave of cold pass over you. That wave of cold immediately dissipates as she spreads out another blast of snow and does the same thing to everyone except for Neil. This is my mark. It is a black snowflake. While you are here in these frozen realms, you will not suffer from the cold, much like 
young Neil has. That symbol, while it is not of your god, is a symbol of winter, of the good and the bad. Believe me, even though this is a season of death, it's still good. So, what you're saying is, we've got to kill more. If you can come up with peaceful solutions, then no. Good. If there is no other option, then do what you must. Kirsch looks right at Kai and says, we'll take the peaceful route. There is nothing more peaceful than going quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Death is peaceful. Uh, I uh, I am an aspect of the winter and everything, and death comes with that, so yeah, kind of. <clears throat> I know that's not super godly of me sounding, but again, we can form. What are you going to do? Kirsch just slowly nods, and he's trying to figure out everything now. <laughs> <laughs> without Without a word, Neil just gently taps one of his astral fists on Kirsch's chest. Yeah. Um, now, with uh, especially since Barnes is still low and everything, um, how how lost in thought is Kirsch? He's also <laughs> standing over him. He did not leave. He's basically almost sitting on Kirsch's feet. He just, Very... like, forced him to the ground and is like, you sit here. All right. Okay, because Kai still has like a smile and everything, but he Kai is Kai is definitely still watching Barnes. I got a high uh, pass Barnes... perception. <laughs> Just Barnes saying. is getting up, um, and he says, uh, "I can't thank you enough for all of this. You've saved me, and you got me out of that that mad woman's clutches. But that thing." You know that it's it's not what this world needs. We have to destroy it. It has to be sent back in the only way that it can. I I, I know of Oral, and I'm sure that you all do as well. But the only way to make this land whole, to save this land, is to destroy this, this creature. Uh, uh, Kirsch looks at Boss and says, We'll figure out another way. And Neil slowly looks over to Oral. And Neil nods, but only Oral can hear him say, I won't let that happen. She nods back and uh, says in a louder voice that everyone else can hear, I know. Oh shit, was that supposed to be just to me? I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay, I'm still getting you monk powers. They're pretty, they're pretty baller, I like them, they're cool. Hey, want to want to see something funny? Oh yeah, I'd love to see that. And Neil just shouts "penis," and it can be heard from six hundred feet away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what happens when you say "penis" and it shouts three hundred feet away? Uh, is, is there any? Oh, six hundred. I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, so what what happens? When you shout the word "penis" loudly. What the word? When you shout the word penis very loudly, what happens? Tell me. Tell the world. Is there uh, it, some sort of sonic echo. effect? Oh, it just echoes. No, it, 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 it can just be heard from 600 feet away. It's, it's, it's just hella loud, yo. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so like, like he won. Like nobody's nobody's gonna follow that. <laughs> like he won. Forever. Uh, out in out in town, uh, Jamathor is uh, speaking with uh, with shit. I forgot his name. Uh, the pastor. Um, and they're they're just having a conversation. Oh yeah, it was real cool. I got to get on my armor penis. You hear that? <laughs> yes, I, I heard. I heard that. Um, we might have to go do some hail marys or something. Yeah, that would probably be for the best. Uh, as the scene goes back to inside the cave, inside the Forgive cave, me, father for uh, others have uh, sins. <laughs> uh, the pastor is Father David. Father David, thank you so much. I, I um, remember to open my notes this week. I was lazy oh, last week, so forgive me. Nice. I I have my notes open, and it's so far up my notes that I don't remember. Hey, uh, <laughs> Neil's kind of looking at Kirsch and giggling, trying to lighten the mood. Uh, the mood is successfully lightened, and uh, even though there's normally no extra sonic effect that occurs with your loud penis ringing i can't i can't think of a better <laughs> thing to say i'm sorry algorithms that are going to say oh this guy said penis a lot that's uncomfortable um the stalactites uh on the ceiling start to shake and move um and start to drip and everything there and one shatters behind uh oral catching her attention as this happens you see Faster than he should, Barnes make a dash at her. Sword drawn, flames wreathed on it. Ooh, ooh, okay. If he made a move, because I have been watching him this whole time. So I'm saying that, like, I've got tabaxi-like reflexes. I, too, want to make a move directly at Barnes. Uh, he yeah, has been wa- he has been looking for an opening this whole time. He definitely I, has that opening. Fucking time. <laughs> yeah, cool. So I, I would like to roll an attack. And if he made a dash, that means he's also broken away from Kirsch, right? Yes. All right, so I would like to make an attack roll with the Rakish Audacity. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> hey, did he run by me as well? Uh how how centered around him are you guys? Uh I was between like he has to run by me to he was running at oral, right? Yes. Yeah, he definitely mm. has to run by me. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> right. So um so I've got I wrote I rolled a okay on this one, so twenty five to hit. Only twenty five mm. to hit? Fantastic. Rookie. Numbers. Excellent. Rookie numbers. Hang on, let me get all my D6 back out again. (laughs) (laughs) If you hit him and he dies, like, falling, then I'm just gonna, like, sling him into the air. (laughs) Alright, uh... See, we rolled back time, so 30 damage. I have a 25 on my attack roll. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to describe exactly how rakish the audacity was. So rakish. All right. So so as far as with him making a move on Arl, the moment that he's like no longer covered by Kirsch and like he's got his sword out, it 
it is going to be the Zoro version of an anime attack. I am going to be on one side of him, and then the next, like, blink of an eye, Kayan is just past him. He is past him with rapier drawn. There's a, just like a little bit of blood on the tip of his rapier, and I'm going to give a quick little flourish to get the blood off, and then I just want to like have him not react until I finish sheathing my rapier. <laughs> and then just that a is. nice slit, just right, right perfectly, even and symmetrical all across his neck finally appears after I sheath my rapier. Beautiful. So what winds up <laughs> what winds up happening is uh he dashes forward as fast as he can. Sword drawn, you see a flame that wasn't there uh the first time that you had faced him, ready to bring this down on Oral. Uh however, your blade is so fast that it slices through him like butter. butter. As <laughs> As this attack moves forward, though, his forward moving momentum is still going. As he falls and his head comes off, the sword is still moving forward toward Arl, and she immediately opens up a portal. It goes <laughs> as his body and Oral disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirsch is going to move forward. And punch Kai in the face. That's uncalled for, Kerr. She definitely was trying to stab her. You didn't have to take it that far. He would have. Uh, well, that's a 23 to hit. <laughs> definitely hits, probably. <laughs> yeah, that hits. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, that's probably. Five. Gotten. Yeah, that's five bludgeoning damage. Um, But then Kirsch just kind of clenches his fists, glares at Kai, and goes ahead and casts Mass Healing Word for everybody. Um, yeah, because I think most... Why is it We're not all rolling? Pretty. Yeah, so that's five. <laughs> so I punched him in the face, then undid it, basically. So everybody gets five <laughs> HP back. And uh, I was going to say, uh, Kirsch is probably just going to storm out of the cave. Uh... Alex, did the uh, did the sword disappear into the portal? Yes. Yeah, it was a real cool sword too. Sorry. Uh, Kai, uh, after mm-hmm. kind of like rubbing his cheek, Kai is gonna kind of look after Kirsch and just give a smile. And go, yeah. You should have let me do it in the first place. <laughs> Neil is going to silently walk with Kirsch with the whole, you, you don't have to talk about it now vibe going. Yeah, Kirsch isn't saying anything. Uh, so I'm taking you guys are all exiting out? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, who's still uh, there? Is Boss still there? Yeah, Boss would uh, definitely not be yeah. like... Uh, Kai, Kai is still going to be in there too. I'm uh, yeah. As, I, as much of an asshole as I'm being, I'm also not in a hurry to walk after uh, uh, Neil and Kirsch. Specifically and, Kirsch. And uh, Tomias tends to stay around Kyan. 
uh, Boss, Kyan, and uh, and Tomias, you hear something. You hear a bit of laughter as uh, as Barnes says, "You know where she went, right?" His head. His head says this. No, His it's just this. a voice because yeah, oh, okay. like both, like everything went into the portal, right? Or did his head yeah. stay? His head stayed. Like his head oh, so, stay. So it head? is from his head? It is from his head. Oh, fuck. Uh, alas, poor Yorick it and pick it up and <laughs> talk to it. Don't don't give me that Shakespeare shit. Please. Where did it go? <laughs> Speak. Or be shaken. Don't, don't shake me, please. That would be uncomfortable. I'll do it. Uh, while he's talking to it, I would like to just put a hand on like one of my daggers at my hip, and just, but I, like I'm just gonna watch the the conversation. She went to piecemeal. Hmm. Didn't you recognize it? I didn't get a good look through the portal. Oh, well, that's where she went. I guess being cool and blood huntery, you can do cool things like that. See things. Must be it must be all those mutagens. It is Briefly. indeed those mutagens. It's what's keeping me alive. And my boss is outside. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's outside by now. He can probably take you, so long as you bring me to him. Because you know, in order to like fix all this, you have to kill them. All three of them. Hmm. I feel like Neil's not going to like that solution. Fuck him. He seems like a nice enough chap, but fuck him. Not unless it's not your thing, you know. It's up to you. Uh, well, seems like a bridge we may have to burn when we get to it. Uh, look, just bring me outside at least. My boss is out there; he can fix this whole mess up. Sure, and then also stuff it into one of his uh, one of his bags. Oh, is that being here? I'm- is that China? Oh, that's some good shit right there. Touch it. Thunderbox is for winners only. <laughs> uh, you all, I'm guessing, exit. Uh, Neil uh, well, bef- and Kirsch, you exit first. Oh, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Bef- before we exit anywhere with, with Boss stuffing the head away, I'm going uh, to look at Boss and go, hey, are you sure that I shouldn't just actually finish the job? I didn't know I had to fully remove everything. Uh, I think I could deal with a bite or two from this, so not not yet. It may be, may be worth talking to him. I'm not going to pretend that I like the solution, but okay. And with a flourish, I would like to leave. I, I, I'm, I'm going I'm going to end the conversation with a nice flourish <laughs> of my cape. Uh, you all make it out of the facility. Uh, there is uh, an elevator that you can see that is still working. It's the elevator that uh, that Mama Sugar had come down before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm guessing you guys go into it. Yeah. Uh, and you all exit out of the facility uh, in an awkward silence. Um, probably awkward. Um, also, are you still in elk form yeah, in this elevator? Uh... Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I would have shifted back into the elevator. <laughs> oh, boo. I mean, he said he was like, like 15 feet 
feet. Yeah, <laughs> like, like fifteen <laughs> fucking tall. I'm an elf. He was gonna have to coward. You're, you're a huge-sized coward. <laughs> Do you at least try to get into the elevator as an elk? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Like <laughs> snout in, like, like getting my getting my antlers caught like the exact same way every time, like a dog <laughs> trying to get a big stick into a door. <laughs> Like that Bonk. kind of thing, Bonk. like for a while, until finally just, and then shrinking back. Uh, you all take the elevator back up to the main level. Uh, this elevator is actually going to open you up to the main lobby instead of the back of the facility. Uh, and you exit out the front of uh, the patch. It is morning. And everything is bright and shiny outside. As everybody files out of the elevator, Boss is going to set two speakers down in the floor of the elevator, hit the basement button, and then kick one of the beakers over into the other one, and uh, very, very quickly power walk out of the building. Like, go, oh, uh, let's move along, move along. We should, uh, <laughs> so much to do, so much to do. We should move along. Excellent. You do that. You kick in this bottle uh, that ignites everything. Uh, you see, you hear explosions, boom, 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 as the entire facility is currently wreathed in flame. Uh, you see the uh, the gorilla man that you had spoken to earlier in the cages. He is currently on the top. He's using all four of his limbs to bang on his chest, uh, and he's doing his best King Kong impersonation. Uh, before he realizes, oh shit, there's fire down there. I better get off of here. Hey guys, how how would how to go? Great, stunning success. Nice, nice. I'm gonna head to town. I'm gonna get me some wiener snitchels. It's gonna be great. Uh, and he bounds off of the roof, uh, heading toward Helen. Uh, outside, you are in the sunlight, uh, and um, you don't see Jamathor. You don't see. Uh, his his uh, wagon there that you all took into town or that you took to um, the facility. However, you do see uh, a set of horses and you see draped in all black a person sitting on a log uh, who's clapping, just ever so slowly clapping uh, as if very proud. That's a hell of a show there. Couldn't, couldn't have done it better myself. I wish I'd been there. Saving this Australian accent for years <laughs> in preparation for this day. Ah, Is this the dropback so, guy? Is this the dropback so, guy? So, hey, um, I don't know if I've uh, gotten to introduce myself yet. Of course not. I'm new to town and everything. Not new to town. I've been here for a while. Uh... I feel I can feel my associate with you there. Uh, hey, Bonds, Bonzi, come on out, come on out to play. Uh, boss will lift the head out of out of the bag. Uh, hello, Rin. Oh, a resounding success you did there. Look at you, your head. Ah, oh, you utter idiot. It's good to see you though. It's not. This is undignified. <laughs> Hell yes, it is. Oh, uh, where are my manners? I'm so sorry. Name's Rin. I um, own some E-trees and everything. Uh, drought back. Uh, great place. 
from the Underdark, uh, Land Down Underdark. It's good, good stuff. Uh, but that's that's my friend right there. Mind if I have him back? Hmm, what's it worth to you? Oh, a whole hell of a lot. Um, let's see. Uh, he he starts rummaging through uh, through his jacket and says, "I've got some shares in Droughtback. I've got uh, some samples. I've got gold. I've got weapons. Uh, you probably wouldn't be interested in those in adventure, right?" Gold. <laughs> I figured as much. And that's where we'll leave tonight. Uh, thank cool. you all once again for playing. Uh, Hope it was worth the adventure. Uh, if we have anything to plug, now would be the perfect time to do it. So let's do that real fast. Uh, Tithus and Just Panda on Twitch. Uh, Kyler with Fishing After Five on YouTube. And Andrew, Casuals of Runeterra. Uh, yeah, so Casuals of Runeterra. We're um, on Twitter and every streaming platform, uh, which is, um, that is, uh, uh, podcast core so podcast and c-o-r uh and if you don't mind i'd also like to shout out a another podcast that uh that we were able to guest on that is hosted by some awesome dudes and new friends of mine and that's the twin sons podcast uh so that's Ooh. twin sons and sons is with a z at the end uh and but they are on almost every streaming platform as well and as well as on twitter under twin sons podcast oh and one more toast talk toast talk oh boy toast talk that brings us back the boys are back all right well thank you all very much enjoy the rest of your time and we'll see you next week bye everybody maybe not next week (laughs) bye